Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Tuesday, December 13th. Coming up, Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas has been highly critical of the city's search for a new police chief. We'll have a conversation with him about the future of the police department. But first, some headlines. More than 250 workers are on site at a massive oil spill in north-central Kansas. Dylan Lyson of the Kansas News Service reports the Canadian company responsible for the spill is working to clean the site. A rupture in the Keystone Pipeline in Washington County spilled almost 600,000 gallons of oil. TC Energy has brought in more than 250 workers to survey and clean the site. Officials now say there is no timeline to complete the job. Oil contaminated the ground and also a nearby stream. The EPA says the spill did not contaminate drinking water supplies. It is the largest onshore oil spill in nearly 10 years. Environmental agencies are investigating why the pipe failed. Hospitals in the Kansas City metro are nearly at capacity. According to the Mid-America Regional Council, more than 82 percent of beds in the area were full as of December 5th. The increase in patients is largely due to a spike in COVID-19, RSV, and the flu. Heidi Lucas is the executive director of the Missouri Nurses Association. She says hospitals are not only full, they're also understaffed. Unfortunately, all of them are hitting kind of at the same time. Add this on top of the nursing shortage that we're already having in the state, and it's just hitting a little bit harder than usual. Lucas urges people to get the flu vaccine and the COVID booster. And if you suspect you may have the flu, she says to stop by urgent care before visiting the emergency department. We'll be back after this. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Kansas City's police department is on the verge of announcing a new chief that comes as the department is in the middle of controversies surrounding the hiring process, transparency, and high homicide rates. KCUR's Steve Kraske spoke to Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas about what he thinks the priorities of the department should be. Here's their conversation edited for length. Let's start with this breaking news over the weekend about the former top lawyer for the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department. The allegation basically is that this lawyer, Holly Dodge, consistently, systematically and unlawfully closed records that should have been made available to the public under the state's open records law. Mayor, what do you know about this? Where are we going here? So far, I have seen the whistleblower's complaint. It is a 14-page letter, I believe, that went out to a number of people, including the governor of Missouri, the entire board of police commissioners, and importantly, prosecutors. It also has 400 pages of attachments that are emails, documents, memos of KCPD. I mean, this is not your typical whistleblower letter. This is pretty well documented. You almost never hear anything quite like this. Your Mm -hmm. typical whistleblower is somebody said, you know, that guy did something bad. There's usually no evidence and information, and we have to dig into it. This This is troubling. What is alleged, if true, is a total lack of institutional control at KCPD. 
it is claimed that not only were documents withheld from the public in terms of public records requests in the media, but also in criminal cases, which from is- From the prosecutor's office. From the prosecutor's office, from defense attorneys, Brady material, the sorts of things that could lead us to have to open up hundreds of potential criminal investigations. This needs to, unlike much of what we've done in the past, be investigated. It is not the sort of thing that can be swept under the rug. And what I expect to do, and I would hope that the four gubernatorially appointed police commissioners join me, is to say, how can we investigate it? How can we see if this is truth or not? And how can we try to fix it as soon as possible? When a letter like this is sent to your office and it's sent to the governor uh, himself, do you expect to have a conversation with him at some point the next couple of days to figure out the path forward? On this one, I actually do. This is something that is different than most of what we see. Most of the time you see a lawsuit, you say you're going to keep it moving. You hear a letter like this, you say, we'll move along. This could be big enough to be a very real concern. And I think it's the sort of thing that may require federal authorities, the United States attorney, others, just to make sure that we are answering the very real allegations at issue. Claims about the police department hiding evidence, exculpatory evidence of criminal defendants is a huge deal. Claims about us grossly violating public records laws consistently. These aren't we missed an email or anything of that sort, but changing policies to do so. And importantly, those items not having been reported to the state board of police commissioners, which is supposed to be the group holding these things accountable, I think creates a real concern. Let's turn topics and stay with the police department, though, Mayor. The city obviously looking for a new police chief. There are three finalists, including one woman who is already a member of the Kansas City Police Department. Have you made a decision on who you're going to support for this thing? I have not made a decision. I spoke to another board member over the weekend. I think we all recognize, at least the two of us, that there are still questions that we can stand to ask. How are reviews in other communities? What, frankly, does the community think about these candidates? There was a survey after the last meeting. I have not seen actually any of the results of the survey. And what I don't want us to have is actually somebody hands me something and then five minutes later says, how do you want to vote when we're not actually able to hear real public feedback? There have been concerns throughout this process, and I hear them very seriously in terms of we weren't really the best at communicating this process. We did have our one meeting, and now are we just going to decide kind of out of nowhere? This is not necessarily the best of, of processes that I think people would want. So I want to make sure at least I can get as much information as possible as I make this decision. I've been able to talk to all of the candidates. They're good people, including the internal candidate for whom I have great respect. And I think that what we need to do is make sure we find somebody who can get us past some of our violent crime problems in Kansas City. You know, there's talk that the choice, uh, the board might make its decision even as early as this week, Mayor. Is that right? Yes. But in case people are wondering, they're like, why does Lucas make so much noise about the way we do things at this state board of police commissioners? Well, because we will have a public meeting in the open probably for three and a half hours. Then we'll go into a closed session in which we may very well choose a police chief in 20 minutes, and 30 minutes. Who knows what on what basis we pick that chief? Nobody knows. In in what way? Who did we speak to? What references did we check? Nobody will know. And we could just make that decision, what, four days after there was the one public hearing. It is not the type of way you wish to do these processes. It's not how we do them at the city. It's frankly not how the governor picks people for attorney general, for example. And so I hope that we are a little clearer about how we do this and take time as necessary for a job that is so big and a job fundamentally where you're your own boss 
the police chief doesn't have to go to the city council, right. doesn't have to go to the Missouri legislature. So it's important for us up front to get it right. So you want to slow down and take some time at this point. I, I want to make sure that I have, have checked everything that I need to in terms of our next police chief. Right now, I have not talked to superiors for any of these police chiefs. I'm not sure if the board has either. We have not gotten feedback, by and large, from police officers, actual rank-and-file officers. I had a black officer who came up to me after the meeting on Saturday and said, when are we going to have a voice? I've got this list of concerns, and I feel like it's not being heard at the command staff level. It's not being heard at the board level. Doesn't the board have uh, uh, staffers who do some of these background checks and provide you with information that you need to make this choice? We have a consultant. That consultant, I believe, has run a criminal history check um, and has given us that. Unsurprisingly, these folks don't have much of a criminal history, and and found their lawsuits. And I guess if that's all you do when you hire somebody at KCUR or your business, then I guess that seems sufficient. But, but it doesn't go beyond that. I don't saying. think it goes beyond that. And what I would say to every business person in Kansas City, if you're hiring a new CEO and you're a board, do you just basically say, all right, they haven't been arrested and you know we don't see anything glaring in the file. Let's go on from there. I think these are the sorts of things that the board needs to discuss. And this isn't me saying you know everything's bad and all of that. It is me saying that there is a level of thoroughness that we have to go through as we can conduct this search and ultimately make this decision. And I want to make sure that we do it. I just am not sure if I won't be outvoted. You know, Mayor, to what extent do you think uh, residents should expect the next chief to have, you know, a sharp impact on reducing violent crime in this community? I guess what I'm driving at here is our expectations too high that a police chief can actually reduce violent crime. No, no, they are not. I have seen transformative people around the country who have made that difference. Tampa, Florida, Omaha, Nebraska. You had police chiefs and organizations, and often, by the way, mayors and city councils, that were able to say this is the issue that we want to fix to make our communities better and brighter and safer. And that needs to be what we push from our next police chief. I fear sometimes that we are so used to status quo here in Kansas City that we will say, well... You know, let's let them kind of do what's happening and, and continue on the same path and that we're thinking there's nothing you can do about violent crime. One of the most insulting things that I've heard in my time as mayor, and I've heard a lot of them, is that when I've talked about violent crime, I've heard some voices in different communities say, well, it's just the it's just, frankly, the black family. It's it's some of these other factors. I take great offense to that. I grew up with a single mom. I, I grew up in a community that was tough. But there were a lot of opportunities created for me, education and otherwise, that built a stronger city for me. I think a police chief, if there are things they cannot do, there are people that they can work with, a superintendent of schools, a health department director, to try to make sure we're getting those differences long term. We have not pushed that enough over the years. And I think, frankly, that has led to some of the poor results we've seen. You know, Mayor, it's not lost on me. It's not lost on many of our listeners that as we have this conversation, the violence out there is not abating. It's arguably worse than last year, given the rise in homicides. Again, to call this discouraging doesn't really do it justice. It does not. I and and every now and then and I, I read the pieces I talked about when I was running for mayor, how we could get below 100 homicides per year. It has been a, a glaring failure, a disappointment. It's something that's heartbreaking. I, I and I think a number of other people here in Kansas City go to sleep each night concerned about our public safety numbers and, frankly, our lack to address the violence concern. It needs to be the core issue. But importantly, in connection with this chief search, 
It means that what we need to say is how can our next chief speak to communities, particularly communities impacted by violent crime? What are they doing to make that key and core difference? And frankly, is it weighing on their hearts as much as it is so many people, particularly in our black community, each and every day that are impacted by this? That to me is what is core and central. And look, I will take my my hits in terms of what we have failed to do so far. But I want a police chief that is less interested in political points out of Jefferson City, which, frankly, I think has been a distraction for our police department over the last several years, and instead is actually saying, what can I do to make sure that we protect lives here in Kansas City? You know, as we talked, there was a, there were signs in the audience on Saturday demanding local control of the police department. As we sit here today, Mayor, how hopeful are you that the General Assembly will, in fact, grant Kansas City control over its uh, own police department this next legislative session? I have absolutely no hope or faith in the General Assembly to do most anything actually reasonable for the people of Kansas City. Whether that's responsible gun legislation, whether that's actually paying our school teachers what they deserve to be paid, or fixing Missouri's atrocious public health system, I I am not putting faith in them. I think eventually this system will either be voted out under a public referendum statewide or struck down by the courts. I think that those are the processes that are primarily being discussed right now. But I think when you look at the legislature's approach to this issue, there is a bizarre, I think inherently racist, desire to control the people of our major cities, particularly in cities where you can get black people elected to office, where you can have progressive voices that help run the day. And I think the state legislature is very uninterested in ever allowing that. I think it's it's insulting, it's colonial, it's backwards, and it leads to the terrible results that we continue to see, not just in Kansas City, but also St. Louis. And I will say this, yes, St. Louis is out from under state control. But if you think of the things that the state of Missouri still controls, how one can fire a police chief, right? They control certainly these awful gun laws that put our police officers at greater risk. They continue to limit our ability to make our own community safer. And we are seeing the exodus of people from the city of St. Louis and Kansas City south of the river based on largely that violent crime concern. And I'm concerned that the legislature, frankly, will never do anything about it. That was Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas and KCUR's Steve Kraske. To hear their entire conversation from up to date, visit KCUR.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit KCUR.org, where you can also hear our live stream. Tomorrow, we'll hear how a special type of court is putting more people in mental health treatment rather than sentencing them to jail. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon.